We all knew this was coming. The inevitable Zoom horror movie that would come out of this quarantine. Someone would be driven to the edge by an ugly villager who wouldn't leave their island in Animal Crossing. Another by the bad haircut they gave themselves. The first one to die would be whoever has the Tiger King background, followed closely by those with the conference room from the office. The twist would be that none of them had been social distancing and the vengeful spirit of 2020 had come to collect their unemployment. But that's not what we got. Instead, we got host the Shudder 2020 computer screen horror release that we'll be covering today on our first ever Streaming Screams mini-sode for The Girls Who Cried Be Horror. The Girls Who Cried Be Horror. Hi, everybody. I'm Anya. And I'm Alex. Thank you for listening to our very first Streaming Scream episode of The Girls Who Cried Be Horror. I'm so. so excited to talk about this movie. Yes, just briefly, mm-hmm. because when we did our first ever Tangential Terror mini-sode, because mm-hmm. we didn't, first of all, know what we were going to call it at that point, we didn't introduce it, um, we didn't give a full, like, breakdown, we ended up having to do it on our Instagram of, like, what that means, so you usually just want to give a brief breakdown for anyone listening, either people that are already listeners or new listeners, for our mini-sodes, we'll probably... If, if it's if it's a B-horror movie, it will probably not be covered on a mini-sode. We're going to keep, obviously, B-horror movies for our full-length episodes because that's the podcast, babe. But for mini-sodes, because we just, like, love the sound of our own fucking voices so much and we can't <laughs> shut the fuck up about any kind of horror movies, this is our platform, the mini-sodes, to talk about any kind of horror movie we want. And obviously, we've compartmentalized them into different kinds of mini-sodes. So for streaming screams, those mini-sodes, this will be for, like, new releases on streaming that are horror movies. So whether it's like a Netflix original film or whatever, or a Shutter original, or a fucking Hulu, like any fucking streaming service that it's like, we have a horror movie that we're releasing on our service. This is the first time it's being released and it's right on the streaming service. That's what our streaming screams mini-sodes are for, to discuss those goddamn gems or possible atrocities. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, Alex, Mm -hmm. Please lead us into this amazing discussion about this wonderful movie. All right. So today we are talking about the new release film called Host that just dropped on Shudder, directed by Rob Savage. And it is your quarantine Zoom, like unfriended-esque horror movie. Um, And I mean, I will just say in general, I am such a fucking sucker for this new trend of computer screen horror from I like to call them laptop horror because that's where you should horror. be watching it. Yeah, yeah. From both un- unfriended films um, to searching, and then there, you know, there are a few others I have not gotten around to seeing, like The Den and one called Profile that I have not watched yet. Um, but this is like a big new trend, specifically from this man who I, I looked him up because I had heard about him a long time ago when Unfriended came out, and I'm gonna probably butcher his name. I'm so sorry. It's Timur Bekmambetov. Um, and he's this uh, Kazakh Russian director and producer. He's made like he's produced a shit ton of like really really big mainstream films, and he produced both unfriended movies and the searching film. Um, he directed Profile. He's like very very interested in this new genre, and it's like really what he wants to focus on. So I feel like, and I know he's producing another one coming out soon that's called I think Unfollowed. So like this is very much like the beginning of this trend. I'm so here for it. I think oh, yeah. it's. I just think it's such a creative and like modern way to tell a story because 
it takes such intricate intricate editing to be able to pull it off and you have to have such genuine actors and such like honestly you kind of have to have like unknown actors so they can feel just like people that would be in your life and they're your friends and you're a part of it especially Mm -hmm. if you're watching it on your own laptop where like you feel like you're a part of the story and I just think it's so innovative and creative and host fucking pulls this shit off I will say while I don't think it is the most like clean of the movies like in terms of editing I think that you know it has some editing issues I'll talk about later um but I think that for all of them that I've seen it's definitely the scariest and it it has the tension building is just so so immaculate and like the effects that they were able to pull off while being in fucking quarantine like I know that they had a pretty oh yeah decent crew because the crawl screen at the end with like the fucking um like the menu bar was so fun and clever yes um but even for that like I'm so impressed at how effective this movie was for the fact that they filmed it in quarantine with probably a very limited budget, with a limited amount of people, like definitely compared to like a big screen mainstream film. So I'm like very, very, very in love with this movie. I think it was great. I had such a fun time. It's also only 56 minutes. So incredibly digestible. Oh, so yeah. easy. Jesus. I, I love, I was just like everything about this. I mean, I did have a couple of problems, which I'm sure we'll talk about, but overall so good so fun check this shit out what do you think um okay well i have some thoughts obviously as well um firstly we we said about all of our episodes we haven't done it yet so this is your time if you have not seen it stop listening go watch it we're we're telling you to go watch it and also there's a high possibility there will be spoilers in this episode oh so if you don't want them don't listen um and come back later we'll still be here um but i mean i agree with so much of what you're saying like in general i feel like it's I get annoyed very easily, I feel like, just in general, you know, not even talking about movies. Um, But especially in movies, and especially because, like, I get that, like, as we were growing as a society or whatever, with technology or whatever, like, people are going to do, like, they're going to try to make something that's relevant to our time now, right? Like, something like Black Mirror, which I think is a great show for the most part. There's definitely some duds. But, like, I feel like there's a very, like, you're a thin line between, like, being so obvious about this shit where it's, like, fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, and this is a horror movie, and it's about your phone! There's a ghost in your phone, are you fucking scared? And I'm like, no, I would <laughs> literally rather put my fucking hand in a blender! Um, but then shit like this, like, Unfriended, which I feel like got such a bad rap when it came out. It did. Um, which I don't which, understand. I really like Unfriended. Which, at the end of the day, like, this is going to be an, a podcast about host but obviously we're touching on unfriended so i don't want to go crazy on unfriended but yeah like you were saying like in it it's so right where it's like shit like that like that is a great way to be like we're making something that's a modern idea like something like video calls whether it's on fucking skype or fucking facetime or fucking zoom or whatever you're using like that's really great that's inventive because of the fact that like you're not just using that as like isn't this original and like I don't know. I don't know how to describe it perfectly, but it never feels forced. It's like they're using that shit to their advantage. Like, mm-hmm. using shit that you would see on your own computer screen and doing shit that we were all like, yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Or like, oh, I didn't think about how you could make, you know, checking a fucking Facebook profile that fucking scary. Like, doing it in real time. Mm-hmm. Like, so shit like that is is so good. And yeah, when when you watch it, it's like, obviously an Unfriended, we've, we've talked about this. Like, the characters are like so fucking obnoxious and you're like, just shut the fuck up. You guys are ridiculous. But at the same time, for that being said, 
I believed all the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. It's just, like, in shit like this specifically, like, I don't necessarily need to be like, oh, I really like this character. I like their motivation. I, I, at the end of the day, like, I would rather you give me a performance where I'm like, yeah, that person is real. I think mm-hmm. they're so fucking irritating and I want to punch them in the teeth. Yeah. But, like, that plays to me, like, how my friends would talk or, like, how somebody I know would talk. Like, and I think that's something in general that, like, in just not even specifically, like, a laptop horror movie, but, like, in general in any kind of movie, like, that shit, like, grinds my gears when people, like, I don't know, they just, like, act. And I'm like, who the fuck would talk like that? Right. Like, who the fuck would act like that? Like, obviously there's some things that I'll let slide. Like, if it's a very stylized movie, like, perhaps, like, a Wes Anderson or whatever, like, I'll let it go sometimes where it's like, okay, obviously people don't really talk like that, but it, like, plays into the overall style. But, like, mm-hmm. just in general, when it's just like, oh, it's, like, a teen movie and, like, kids are talking like this. And I'm like, I know I'm technically not a teen anymore, but I know for a fucking fact you motherfuckers are not talking like that. That is so goddamn cringy. And this going back to host never does that it feels so real Mm -hmm. um so for those of you maybe if you're listening and you're like well I want you to tell me everything about it and then I'll go watch it um it the premise is like you know you're seeing on laptop screens if you've seen unfriended you've seen searching like you know what it looks like you're seeing it through like the screen of the laptop the entire time so obviously y'all watch this on your laptop it's the superior viewing choice well you also Um, get like the sound like straight in your ears you put your headphones in like it just well i was oh my god this is something i was gonna bring up not Mm -hmm. i actually i'll pause for one second i just want to say that the movie as i was saying is about like these friends that are like in quarantine like it's happening in theory right now in the world and they're like well because we can't get together and do this we're gonna do a seance over zoom like, this one girl's like, I have a woman that I know that's, like, a friend, and she does these. And obviously, in the course of the events of the, like, 56-minute runtime, they do a seance. This one bitch that I will get into truly <laughs> tests fate, baby, and doesn't follow instructions. And, of course, because of her fucking buffoonery, invites a demon into the homes of all the people on the Zoom call, and um, the carnage begins. But something I was going to talk about... Oh my god, what the fuck did we just talk about? And I had to pause, and I was going to bring it back up. Oh, with the headphones! Yeah. Because I did watch it last night um, on my laptop, in my room, lights off, and um, headphones on. And there's literally the one part in the movie where, like, after, like, shit has started to go, like, AWOL... And she's like, okay, guys, like, wait, like, I'm going to go, like, in, I'm going to pick up my laptop and, like, walk into my apartment. Like, and she literally tells them, she's like, turn up the volume Mm -hmm. on your laptop so we can all hear this. And, like, you see on her screen, she's turning it up all the way. And I don't know about you, but all I could think of at first, first of all, was just, like, all those, like, viral videos when I was growing up that you would, Mm -hmm. like, get in, like, email chains where they'd be like, watch this car commercial. That was the fucking big one. It was, like, watch this car commercial that they shot in, like, fucking Ireland or some shit. And, like, they think they caught a ghost on camera, but you have to get really close to the screen. It's, like, so hard to see. So, of course, your stupid, like, fucking 10-year-old ass gets right up to the goddamn speaker and shit. And then, of course, it's, like, a jump scare where you're, like, watching a car commercial and then out of nowhere, like, a demon fucking pops up and is, like, And you're like, um, fuck you. So literally when she did that in the movie, I had to like, I was like curled up in such a tight ball. I like could not move. And I literally was like muttering under my breath. I was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Because I was like, I swear to God, if you motherfuckers try to get me with this shit, I will be so pissed off. Uh, But yeah, it's it's so good at building tension. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And as you said, and I keep bringing back this, but like, yeah, it's like, I don't need, like, a goddamn Oscar performance. Like, that's not what these movies are built for. I just need to feel like these are real people. 
this well, is how even, real people interact and talk, and then I believe everything that comes after well, it. Well, I feel like even in the same vein, like, I think they're all incredible performances. Like, I don't... Feel, yeah. Like, there's not a moment in Host where I feel like they're acting. Like, they're all... Correct. So natural and genuine, and the banter's funny. Like, all the stuff when, when Emma would put, like, the filters on her face. It just oh, was, yes. like, really comedic. Gemma was just, like, a pain in my ass. That fuck Teddy's girlfriend was the worst. Oh my like, god, I want to beat that bitch were just, up. And I feel like the character developments and were like so like varied. Where like you had yes. so many different personality types that played really well among like around each other. Like some of them were like really laid back and chill. Some of them were a little bit more emotional. Some were kind of like fucking around. Um, so I felt like that was a really great you know variety for me there. And I mean, also I love that for the most part it's a fully female-led film which we don't see very often so cheers for that there's literally one man in it and he's barely in it so i'm happy we love that we do love that but like Um, just going back really quickly to what you were saying about like when you were talking earlier i just feel like i give these movies also just like a little bit more credit because they are so original and i feel like we're in such a time right now where everything is a fucking remake of a remake yeah and a sequel and a reboot and, like, that's all fine and dandy. I will watch any remake that you make. But I also feel like there's so much untapped potential out there for horror in so many different oh, yeah. ways. And the fact that they, someone was finally able to, like... I mean, whatever the very first laptop horror was, like, to create something so original and creative and, like, non-conventional, I am obsessed. And anyone that can make a really effective version of that, I'm gonna watch it. I'm going to promote it. I'm gonna stan it. So... I mean, oof. And we have to commend what you also brought up. We keep being mm-hmm. like, you brought this up, you brought this up. But, like, the fact that this was made in quarantine. Yeah. From what I remember seeing about it, I mean, I didn't do a whole lot of research just because I was just like, I don't care, give me the movie now, I need it. I want to watch it so bad. Um, was that, I believe the director said that, like, he was never in the same room as any of his actors during the whole course of this. I believe he directed them all, like, via Zoom, like, remotely, which is impressive in itself. But as you're talking about, like, there are effects, there are things done in this, which, like, I'm sure to some degree it's, like, they're definitely giving it to someone to edit it, who's Mm -hmm. probably editing in shit on top of that. But just, like, for what it is and, like, fully knowing, like, these actors, like, filmed themselves on their computers or however the fuck they filmed it, like, just, like, to be able to do something, like, in quarantine. It's just, like, in general, because, like, all of us being stuck inside, it can be very depressing, it can be very draining, especially creatively. Like, it, it, it seems like, oh, it's the perfect time. You have so much time to write. You have so much time to create because you're not doing anything else. But you almost, because of the circumstances, you don't feel motivated. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel really, like, I, I don't even know the right word. Like, you just feel like, I like... I don't know. You got you, motherfuckers are gonna know what I'm talking about. But like, so the fact that these people like all came together to make something in general is commendable. Like, good for them. But to make something like this good as well, like, bra fucking o. Yeah, and I also feel like it. It doesn't. While it's like very clear that it's a movie made while we're in a quarantine in a pandemic, it doesn't like shove itself down your throat with it. No, like, you see, like. Like, they, they make a comment about, like, when one of the girls coughs and, like, you're not allowed to cough anymore. Like, it's it's banned from, like, everything. And then, like, when Gemma, like, runs out of her house and she puts the mask on or, like, even at the end when, like, they're in this, like, massive, like, fight against this demon and it, they're terrified and all their friends are fucking gone. And Gemma arrives at uh, Haley's house and they still are, like, 
afraid to be close to each other and they do like that elbow bump of like that did okay that was the only part of the movie that i can remember where i was like shut the fuck up i just thought it was funny to be like oh we're yeah but we're still in quarantine the elbow bump i just thought like it was funny but it was at a point in the movie where i was like i just need you guys to be fully committed to like we're in like the last like fucking three minutes here like i don't want a fucking joke like i literally was like come on like an elbow bump like if you come all the way to this bitch's house to save her life i don't think you'd be worried about the fucking elbow bumping i just thought it was funny because like it's so ingrained in us right now that like do not go near somebody so like i feel like that was just like an like an instinct for them to be like "Ooh, stay away from me though and right but like overall i just appreciated that they really established the time period that we we're in without being like, guys, guess what? We are in quarantine. Do you get it? Do you get it? Which I feel like it very easily could have been done. So I thought it was very tasteful. Just like gave yes. me enough information for like people in 15 years when they watch it to be like, oh, yeah, I understand that that was made during the pandemic, you know? And and obviously like Zoom, I mean, I feel like Zoom just recently this year became a thing. I don't know how long that platform has been around, but I feel like people just started using mm-hmm. it very recently. And once again, it's like, yes, like this is comparable to things like Unfriended or whatever, but it's not a remake of those. Not yeah. only because of the fact that like y- you you could obviously debate at least the first Unfriended is supernatural, right. but it never really feels that way until like, I don't I, it never really feels that way, I guess, until like the very end. We're like, this is like, because they're doing a seance, it's like from the start, it almost feels like unfriended meeting paranormal activity to a degree. Well, that's also um, what's so good about this genre is that like, there's so many different like tropes and ideas you can have within the subgenre of like, yes. you can have it be a ghost, you can have it be the dark web, you can have it be a true crime story, you can have it be a seance, you can do anything that you want with it because this is just a platform for you to be as creative as possible. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm just waiting for someone to inevitably, and maybe it'll be me, bitch, who the fuck knows, like, make, like, a slasher laptop movie. Mm. I don't know how it'll be done, but that's the fun of it, is just being, like, it's untapped potential, like you said, and, like, Mm. both of us being horror fans, like, yes, we might come across sometimes as being very critical, but it also comes from a place, like, one, at the end of the day, no matter what we're saying, we also, like, have a respect for this, like, we also know that, like, most every movie that's made, like, no one's setting out to make a bad movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, we're not trying to be like, fuck you and what you did. Like, at the end of the day, opinions are opinions. It's okay to dislike a movie. It's okay to like a movie. Like, and, and we're just, like, kind of, like, you know, we're two little goofballs. None of what we say is real. So don't take anything to heart. Well, unless I we're feel pr- like every shitty comment I have about a movie, ten people have positive things to say about it. Because yeah. Because everyone's perspective. Film is a very subjective art, and no one's going to love the same movies as somebody else. And one movie's never going to be loved by all. So, like, I don't mind, you know, being critical and saying, you know, I don't think that they did this well or I think that this, like, you know, lacked in this area because nothing's perfect. And well, it's in general, it's just like, it, like you're saying, like, it's an art form where it's like, because people feel so strongly and, like, there's going to be movies that people are like, this is my life. I love mm-hmm. this movie. It's it's in my veins or whatever. Like, to have a feeling so strong on that end, you have to be able to accept that there are going to be feelings very strongly on the other end. Which I don't yeah. think thus far on this podcast we've had anything we've covered so far where we have been strongly on the end of, like, garbage. I fucking hate it. <laughs> um, so we haven't gotten there yet. Hopefully we never do. But we'll see. Um, but anywho. Something else that was great about this, as I was talking about, truly gets so distracted with these fucking tangents sometimes, um, 
is the whole thing about it specifically is on zoom so like they do utilize a few things where it's like you know they have the one girl i think you said it was, it was emma correct mm-hmm. yes who like she keeps when she starts out and like she's doing the shit where you can put the filters on your face mm-hmm. and and there's at one point when like She's, like, fucking around and, like, making them think something's happening. And then it's, like, she's, like, she scares them because she comes back on screen with, like, this, like, disgusting, like, pig face filter. Like, and they're all, like, oh, my God, you're fucking insane, blah, blah. Um, But, and then there's a one girl, Caroline, who I love. She was, like, the one I feel like we would all connect to possibly the most. Because she was, like, okay, like, yes, like, I'm sweet. I'm here. I'm your friend. She, like, low-key, like, likes Teddy. So she's, like, nervous that he's going to be on this call. Like, so you just, like, already feel for this girl. And she's the one that's, like, listen, I'm doing this. But, like, low-key, I don't want to be doing this. Like, I am nervous. And she gets it, like, the fucking worst, debatably. Like, I'm, like, yo, (laughs) fuck you guys for doing this to my girl. But she has this whole thing where it's, like, obviously, as you know, the whole bit has been like having funny zoom backgrounds so she like had recorded a video of herself walking into her room and like rummaging around her dresser drawers and she shows them this at the beginning it's like so she makes it her background and she's like oh because i'm like lonely you guys so then like there's a period of time where like her fucking camera cuts out after shit's going wild and then it comes back and it looks like her room like it had been but with the lights on again and it's her walking into the room and like it did take like I knew almost instantly like oh that was her fucking zoom background mm-hmm. but there was a second and I think it would be for most people where you're like oh my god she's back is she okay what's she doing and then it clicks almost instantly you're like wait a minute that was her zoom background like that's not her so already you're just like what's going on with that what's going on with that and it's great because they do that shit where it's like the because wherever she's placed in the room in reality she's not being registered by the camera yet and then here comes her fucking head slamming into the fucking laptop you can't Mm -hmm. see anything but she's clearly being like literally bludgeoned like by a fucking demonic spirit and it's just like her head slamming into the laptop like bloody as hell like i was like god damn it was fucking scary i will say that a lot of the things that they set up early on really really panned out nicely like yes i mean that one specifically, I was, like, very here for. And then, yeah, I know you were talking about the filters that Emma had. And, like, it was very Invisible Man. Oh, my God! You know, where, like, all of a sudden you just see there's... She's just, like, filming her living room. And suddenly there's just a filter face floating in the air. Which is, like... I, I remember when, like, the big filters came on on, like, Snapchat and shit. Where, like, people would, like, you know, face swap. And then, like, they would have the face swaps with, like, nobody. But it would be, like, black on their face. And they're, like, oh, my God. What's, like, in my room? Um, and right. that's what it reminded me of. And just, like, that whole progression, because then she, you know, she did some shit with flour and, like, eventually a blanket, very invisible man. Um, and it's just, like, it works so well. And, like, I feel like so often in horror movies, they set up these kind of little tropes, but they're so obvious. Like, I would say in the only one in this one that I didn't think was, like, the best was, like, the music box. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I, the second the guy was like, this is my music box, like, it remind like it's my grandmother's and you're like okay that's gonna play at some point and then it does and it's like okay cool but the other ones were just they played with it so well and it was really like innovative and i'm, well, I'm thing, a fucking sucker like, for a callback anytime but that's the thing it's like another like you know dancing a fine line of like like you're saying like in most any movie you're gonna find this but especially in horror where it's like at the beginning in the first act they're gonna set shit up right that we're gonna come back to like, that's just how it is a lot of the time. But it's an art form of being, like, able to, like, set it up in a way where it's, like, 
like to a degree it's like okay i knew when she you know set up the fucking zoom background right like i knew something was gonna come back with that like i just like i did for i was like i'm not gonna be upset if it doesn't but i'm i'll be like i'm not gonna be surprised you know if that comes back but also like if someone's like okay what do you think they're gonna do with it though i i don't know i have no idea like which that's that's where you want to be i think it's like Mm -hmm. if you can manage to set some shit up and i have no fucking idea it's gonna come back bravo that shit's real fucking hard to do and i don't think your movie is bad if it can't do that but i think where it becomes like you know grown is something like the music box where like this they're like all supposed to bring objects to the seance that have meaning and like truly everyone brings shit and like none of their shit ever comes back up again except this guy teddy who has this music box and he tells this whole story which is like not really relevant about how like it always scared him as a kid his brother used it to scare him and he like plays the song and they're like ew shut it off it's gross it's scary so you know like oh you have a sinister music box you know in this movie especially because it's like a ghost demon movie at some point off in the distance or whatever they're gonna hear the music box playing mm-hmm. and they're gonna be like what the fuck I didn't play that right. like which is essentially exactly what happened so like that was the only one like you were saying that like at least from memory where I was like you know it's coming back and you know exactly how they're gonna use it like where like the other stuff like the face like the face filter thing like got me like i'll be honest maybe i'm a dumb bitch which is <laughs> highly possible but i was like oh she's doing face filters and like that's just like kind of comedic relief right and obviously they used it in that one part when like because she was using like the silly snake one at the beginning and then she does the like fucking evil hog one which is truly like demonic looking so like i'm like oh they got me with that scare whatever but then, yeah, the scene you're talking about is so fucking good. And I don't give a shit. That's my thing as well. It's like, if your movie is good, and if it's 56 minutes, and it's delivering me everything that I fucking want, like, I don't need you to reinvent the fucking wheel. Like, I don't, and I- I'm going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need every fucking horror. Like, I think, they, like, not every horror movie is going to be motherfucking hereditary. Like, it's just not. Like, and that's fine. I don't want the same regurgitated bullshit on my plate every fucking time. But you can make something that it's like, okay, yeah, like, I've seen some form of this before. But if you make it well, then it's good. A good movie is a good movie. But, yeah, that scene where, like, she literally, like, walks into her fucking living room or whatever. Which I know this was a complaint that I think Greg had. Mm-hmm. Um, which I get it because it's like, yeah, people really don't do that. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Like, if I was on Zoom with my friends and I happened to be on my laptop and I'm walking through my dark house... I'll go on record right now. I'm picking up the laptop and I'm bringing it with well, me. No, his complaint was more, and it, which kind of brings me into like the editing stuff that we had a little bit of an issue with. Was just it wasn't necessarily that moment. I don't think, but like mm-hmm. when Gemma like runs out of her house, like she's carrying the laptop. Like I thought she was on her phone. Well, that's that's one of my issues because she. So, like, they show in like the very first few minutes, like she's on her phone initially, and then she switches to her laptop, and you see both versions of her mm-hmm. and then she like hangs up her phone so yes. therefore we sh- that should happen when she goes outside and it's in the same vein when caroline goes to investigate the attic i'm under the impression she's been on her laptop this whole time because nothing you're right you're right you're right and then suddenly she has a selfie stick and a cell phone and i, I just feel like that kind of continuity was a bit messy um but like at the end when like you know they're like the final showdown and you know, Gemma's, like, carrying the laptop, like, forward, so we're, like, following them in that last moment. Like, that doesn't seem very realistic. Like, why would you be bringing the... Like, no one's on the call anymore, you know? And, like, he also brought up the point that, like, the Zoom, like, 10-minute message comes up, but, like, nobody clicks it away. Just, like, little things like that that, like, make it... No, someone clicked it away. Did it? Did they? 
Oh, he yeah, did, because it came up in like some. I think I can't remember okay. who, but I definitely remember someone like clicking off of it. Okay. I'm pretty sure he said that, and I I didn't remember. But just like little things like that, like they took him out of it just because I feel like editing in this kind of film needs to be so tight and so consistent. That's true. But at I'll the same that, time, yeah. like I understand that crit- critique and that criticism. Like I totally get it because editing is like a major part of filmmaking, and it's what makes films effective. But at the same time, like. The editing was so good in tension building and suspense building that I don't really give a shit about all of that. Like, I mean, the fact that I didn't even think about right. to think of this shit. I mean, when you said it, I was like, yes, I remember this, and you're correct. Right. But the fact that I didn't even think of it to bring it up because I was like, everything else worked so well for me. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's just like you can you don't have to make the perfect film. This is what I was kind of saying. Like, you can have fuck ups. You can have shit where it's like, okay, we've seen this, or okay, like I didn't fucking care for the goddamn elbow bump joke, or I didn't care for the fucking music box trope. But everything else you have going on is working, so I can forgive and forget so fucking easily. Yeah, I don't like, care about all of that because at the end exactly. of the day, I'm scared. I feel like this. If I mean, I didn't personally watch it on my laptop because Greg and I watched it together, so we watched it in the living room. But I would like to rewatch it, and maybe I'll rewatch it tonight, honestly, on my laptop, and get that full effect of like being in the dark room, feeling like I'm on this call with them, like the demon's about to fucking pop up in my room, blink once for yes, two for no, and like fuck my shit up. Like I could not watch it again, not because I didn't like it, but because as I told you, when I watched it last night, my laptop, I finished, and I was like, yeah, it's okay, it's fine. And honestly, I feel like I was having a similar experience to when I watched Ghost Watch, mm-hmm. which. You guys, I'm not going to talk about Ghost Watch today because, honestly, once again, I love it so much that I'm probably going to make us do a mini-sit on it at some point. Um, but if you're interested and I would recommend this movie, like, look it up. Try to find it. It's it's an experience. But, anywho, that had scared the shit out of me, like, so bad, like, out of nowhere for some reason. And when I watched this, I was, like, thinking about that. I was, like, LOL. Remember that time that I got truly, like, petrified and I, like, literally thought I was going to have to go into a mental institution because of it? Like, I literally was, like, I'm never going to be well again. And then I got up out of bed and I was like, oh, I, I, I had to go into the bathroom to get something. And I opened my bedroom door. I like I had a light on in my room and everything. And I opened the bedroom door and it was just like dark out in the hallway. And I just literally was like, this is exactly one of those shots they had in the movie where they like pick up the laptop and they face it. And they're like looking out into the hallway and it's dark. And they're like, do you see that? <laughs> and you're like, no, I don't see it. Shut up, you stupid bitch. <laughs> don't do this to me. So literally I was like, um you know what, maybe I don't, maybe I don't need whatever I need, but I was, I got distracted, but I want to talk about that scene that you brought up with the fucking face filter thing, because that once again, I thought the same exact thing you thought, where it's like, oh my god, that's such a thing that people do and have done, where it's like, oh, I do the reverse camera, and it's like registering something as a face, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my god, it's a ghost, blah, 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 which like, it's, that, that happens, I feel like most people play it off as like a joke, or it's ridiculous, you know, maybe it might scare you a little bit, but for the most part, when it does that, it's just like, holding the face filter there and it's honestly usually a bit shaky because it's like registering and then unregistering a lot this like she sees this face and it's of course this like creepy floating like doll mask face Mm -hmm. and she sees it and it's like just like staying there it's not glitching or anything so already you're like "Mm, this makes me uncomfortable and it's like in the middle of the room with the lights on lights on horror is honestly worse sometimes oh yeah because you're like you feel so safe Exactly. You're like, well, if I can't even have the fucking lights on and survive, (laughs) just take me now, Lord. Take me out. But then what it does, it, like, sends a fucking chill up your spine. And, like, you know something's going to happen, but it's just, like, it doesn't matter. It still gets you. Is there, like, oh, my God, stop fucking around with the goddamn filters. Like, we're all suffering here. And, of course, she's not listening. She's, like, she has the camera face so you see the filter. 
And she, like, reaches her hand out, like, toward it to be, like, can I, am I going to feel something? And then the face turns toward her, mm-hmm. which, as far as I know, maybe someone out there who's truly experienced some demonic-ass shit is, like, no, that shit's happened to me. But for the most part with this Snapchat shit that happens in real life with that shit, like, the face doesn't ever move like that. Right. Like, this, like, fully, like, turned toward her like someone would turn towards you and look at you. The bitch, like, fucking takes off. Then the fucking cabinet door slam open. And then, of course, yeah, she does the whole, like, this is very paranormal activity, like, the first one. Yeah. Like, putting flour on the floor. And then, like, she sees footprints starting to come toward her in the flour. Um, but, yes, I need we need to talk about this bitch. Gemma. Gemma. I – so, hopefully, once again, you're, you'll have watched the movie, and you, this won't be a spoiler. But also, I guess, if you don't care about spoilers, here it comes. Well, I'd like to also so, say really quickly that I want to give incredible props to the actress – I think her name is really Gemma. They all are like named, but their characters yes. are named. Um, for making because it's it's a testament to when you are so good that you actually make me hate you. You know, we're like, oh yeah, and I'm my like, thing is oh, just like, I can't stand this girl. She's a great actress. That's the thing. It's just like this is not I mean, anything at all toward the actress. Like like right. we said, like everyone's performance was fucking rock solid in my opinion. But the character, so essentially the whole premise is, like, they're doing the seance, and the one girl that's leading it, um, I cannot remember Haley. her name. Haley. Thank yeah. God you're here. Thank God you're here. You're welcome. Um, she's the one that's, like, I have this friend that's, like, a medium. And, like, obviously, and this is what really struck me at the beginning is, like, being, like, oh, we've all fucking been there. And it's, so, like, it's, like, when you try to show your friends a movie you like, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, like, guys, like, I really want you to watch this. And they're, like, yeah, 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 And then they end up talking to the whole thing. And you're just, like, literally, like, burning up with rage inside. Like, you can tell that they, Haley's feeling this way because she's, like, you guys, like, take this fucking serious. Like, like I take this serious, so I would hope you would respect me enough or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, this woman, this is what she does. And she's my friend. So the last thing I need is, like, asking her to come do this with us. And then you guys, like, try to, like, make fun of her or not take it seriously. So they're all, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they do this shit where they're like, you know, we're going to have a drinking game every time she says, like, you know, what the fuck was the word? <laughs> Astral plane. Astral plane. That did make me um, laugh. Which, you know, is funny. And so then, like, they're, like, kind of, like, trying to get her to say it more. So, like, shit like that is like, oh, yeah, you know you have friends like that. But this bitch, Gemma, from the beginning is fucking irritating. Because, like, she literally, like, I guess is, like, a neighbor to this girl. And, like, throws a fucking, like, stick at this bitch's window so she'll pick up the Zoom call, and it's like, relax. Like, the last thing I need is you to fucking send a fucking hole through my window, and I have to pay for this shit. But then, yeah, she does a shit where, like, you're talking about where she, like, she answers on her phone, but then she gets into her apartment, she's, like, going to switch to her laptop, and it does that shit where it's, like, the echoing call. Mm-hmm. And so Haley's like, oh, yeah, you have to hang up the phone. And she's like, ha, LOL, like, oh, my God, like, is this so funny sounding? And, like, you're just, like, listening to it with headphones on, and you're like, I'm going to kill this bitch hang up the fucking phone but then the whole thing i don't want to go into the whole movie like beat by beat obviously but the huge thing is just like when they have the seance they're in the middle of it now they've like connected the like via their minds or whatever they have candles lit, whatever and the woman that's leading it like savan or whatever the fuck her name was um no it's um sorry i have it right here hold on it's um it's her real name it's salen salen mm-hmm. um She's like, you know, okay, like, does anybody feel anything? Does anybody hear anything or whatever? And then all of a sudden, like, Gemma's like, oh, my God, and, like, fucking freaks out, like, screams. And they're all like, what the fuck? And she's like, I just felt, like, a hand on the back of my neck. So they're like, okay. And, like, you said her name was Ceylon? Ceylon. 
Salen, fuck, Salen. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, trying to, she's chill, she's done this before, so she's walking them through it. So essentially, Gemma proceeds to tell them, like, she can, like, feel a presence. There's this really, like, pressure on her neck. It feels like she can't breathe. And then, like, she's hearing a name, and it's Jack, wasn't it Jack? Yeah. And, like, they're like, do you know it, Jack? And she's like, there was this boy I went to school with, and he hung himself, and blah, blah, blah. So they're, like, really all getting up in this, right? And then this is something that scared the shit out of me, and it never really paid off, but I, like, don't care. Yeah. Is while it's happening, something, like, comes up behind Salen mm-hmm. on the Zoom call. Like, it looks like something, like, lunges at her. You can't even tell if it's, like, a human figure it's so or not. so quick. But she, like, turns, and then, like, the, her camera cuts out. And mind you, this is, like, mid-Gemma, like, fucking sobbing, head in her hands, everyone else being like, what the fuck is going on? So they're like, oh my god, what the fuck was that? Like, someone get Salem back on here, like, what, did she cut out, yada, 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 which, they never bring that back up again, because then they end up calling her later, and she, like, sounds fine. And then there was a part of it that's like, is she possessed or some shit? Is that gonna be the thing? I feel like she was the, um, you know, the, the fake-out scares the whole time. Every time, like, there was, like, a, a scare with her, it was just one of the, kind of, keep, trying to, like lull you into sense of false like security being like this is a spooky thing just kidding it's fine it's a spooky right. thing just kidding she's fine and you're like um why are you fucking with me i know but so the whole thing is like once salon salon fuck salon is off the call <laughs> then they're all like oh my god like Gemma, are you okay and she like turns to the camera and she has a stupid ass smile on her face and she's like lol i made it up she's like i'm sorry it was like boring nothing was happening mind you they had been doing the seance for not even two minutes Right. Not even two fucking minutes. So, of course, and I was, like, on this bitch's team the whole time, Haley is uh, outrageously pissed off. Because she's like, I just finished asking you guys to take this fucking seriously. And not only did you not do that, you, like, truly went out of your way to put on the theatrics of essentially, like, mocking this by, like, making up a story. Well, girl, don't it come to bite them all in the ass because that's the catalyst because they get Salem back on the phone because, like, shit starts to happen. There's a whole thing with, like, Caroline going to her attic. I mean, we're not going to go through the whole thing. Like, we're it's telling good. you you have to watch this movie. It's it's so fun. It's fucking 56 minutes. Get on your laptop tonight. And we're also, as always, trying to get that goddamn Shudder sponsorship. It's an exclusive to Shudder. It is. So, you know what? Subscribe to Shudder already. already. Like, what are you doing? Come on, y'all. Love yourself and subscribe to Shudder. It is so worth it. And if you're, you know, nervous about it, you're unsure, there is a 30-day free trial. Get it just to watch this. Shudder is my favorite streaming site. If I could only keep one streaming site, it would be Shudder. Because Uh, literally, they have so much good content and they have so much good original shit. And I just like, and it's the cheap, it's so fucking cheap. Like Shudder is, this was an ad for Shudder. Yeah, like literally, we're not currently sponsored by Shutter. Obviously, this this? is fully us being like, we fucking love this goddamn app. Please, regardless of them ever sponsoring us or not, (laughs) fucking get it for yourself. But yes, it's on Shutter. Um, but the whole thing from then is they get Salem back on the phone. And she's like, you know, how's Gemma, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you know, have you talked to Jack? Have you reached out to him? And they're like, I don't know, Gemma, have you? <laughs> so they end up telling Salem, they're like, she, she's a fucking bitch. Like, she made it all up. So then, of course, Salem is like, um, you guys, I fucking told you, like, you're not supposed to disrespect the spirits. Like, I don't know what you want me to do now because, like, you've done that and that's probably what's going on. They're like, well, what does it mean? They're like, well, it means that, like, you've essentially, like, this Jack person, like, it's not that you didn't not just hear from him. You made him up. He didn't exist. So you, like, essentially created this while we were, like, in this fucking other plane of, like, reaching this ghost realm, whatever. Like, 
put this idea out there, put out this false face, so something latched onto it and can now come forth Ooh, into our realm, like, oh God, like it. using this persona. It's like shit, like the fucking like you know in the Annabelle movies or whatever when they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna pose as being a little girl. Well, that right. little girl like never existed, but because you accept that, it's like, oh yeah, now you give me the power to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, so. She starts out by being like, well, it could easily just be, like, another spirit. Being like, well, I want to be heard from, so I guess I'll just come through as this Jack person. Like, that's best case scenario. And, of course, our poor girl Caroline is, like, on the floor at this point. Like, she's already been through it with what she's fucking seen in her house at this point. She's like, what the fuck is the worst case scenario? And she's like, well, lol, worst case scenario is it's a demon. (laughs) When I tell you, bitch, this is why I will never fuck with a Ouija board. I never have, never will. I have no interest in it. Like, I'll watch a movie about a Ouija board. Sure fucking thing. I'm not fucking messing with it. Although I did also tell you last night that I, and you feel like you had the similar thing where you're like, oh, is this one of those movies where, like, by watching it, I'm welcoming the spirit also into my home? (laughs) Like, I feel like that's such an easy, like, marketing campaign a lot of horror movies use like the conjuring movies where they're like there will be a priest present afterward to like bless your soul after viewing this movie and you're like hello shut up but then you watch it and you're like where's the priest give me that i need him now so i literally had that moment too where i was like fuck i like watched this whole thing and i like let it in i was very invested like is a demon in my house now (laughs) shit like so yeah it's just like so good but yeah so then they're obviously it's a demon so then the rest of the movie is like them like you know doing your classic oh my god i really just heard something in my room bitch i'm gonna have i'm gonna shit and it's dark in here you guys help me um (laughs) but yeah we could go on for a long time about this even though it's only 56 minutes we could have a goddamn like four hour podcast on it probably um we should probably wrap it up but what well, are your, would, some closing thoughts you have yeah. or things we haven't touched upon yet? Um, so, let's see. I would say that the only thing I, that I wanted to bring up also was just, just my main issue with this. And I'm curious if you had the same issue with it or if you liked it. Okay. I'm somebody who, specifically for movies about, like, demons, uh-huh. I don't want to see the demon. I think uh-huh. demons are way more intimidating and terrifying when they are a non-visible presence and they yes. can, like, throw you around and get... I mean, which they had plenty of. Like, they had chairs getting thrown around. Like, Haley got fucking lifted up at one point. So did Emma. Like, that shit's scary because you don't know where it is. You can't control it. It's terrifying. But the second you show me that demon, I don't care how good your makeup is, I feel a little, like, goofy about it. Like, for the most part, I like, it's very rare for me to see a movie where they show a demon and I'm like, that's fucking scary. Like, Insidious is pretty good. But, like, yeah. for the most part, like... It just kind of takes me out of it. It just feels goofy. So I was, like, really hoping they didn't show the demon. And unfortunately for me, they show it three times. The first time you see it. Did they? Yes. The first time you see it, I was okay with it. Because it was on the stairs and Teddy's, like, on Teddy's screen where he's, like, running. And it's a very quick, like, headshot of the demon. And it's so. Okay, yes. I remember that. It's so fast. I was like, that's fine. I don't mind that. Um, And then they show it again. Oh, Fuck. I don't really remember. I know it's like... Uh, I know There's one at the very end yes. that pops up. It's like the last jump scare. Well, I know they show it one more time between then. And I was like, oh, I wish they hadn't... Because I remember going, ooh, I wish they hadn't done that. Because it, like I didn't need to see like the full body demon. And then like the very last bit of the film, like you can see in the corner like the Zoom meeting about to end. And like you can tell exactly by like the way that she's flashing the camera and the way that the time is going like you can expect that like three two one demon and that's exactly what they did and i was just like i wish you hadn't because 
I just like I'm not really a fan of movies that end with a jump scare in general like I just I think it's kind of lazy um and I don't know I just I just find them more intimidating when I don't see it so I'm curious did you mind it did you think it was scary did you like it did you not like it um well yeah the one at the end is like you you know it's coming yeah and that was something else you brought up that I just want to say very quickly like mm-hmm. that was another great zoom thing they did where like obviously the zoom thing is like you can only have a meeting that's like an hour long unless you have like the paid account mm-hmm. and like that's like that I think that's a huge reason why the movie was only 56 minutes right so yeah then they have the time once they do that 10 minute mark like from there you're like there's 10 minutes left in this movie exactly I like like and you can see the timer in real time I like and I thought that was really nice time. exactly yeah um but anywho I remembered <laughs> excuse me the demon jumps here at the end, which I could have done without. Like, yeah. It's because, like, that's a perfect one example where it's, like, you know it's coming. Like, I know that I'm watching it at the middle of night, so I'm going to, like, look away from the screen or, like, scrunch up because I know it's just going to get me. I know it's coming and I know it's still going to get me. But, like, I think it almost would have been, like, more sp- satisfying in a sense of, like, because you know it's coming if the call to, like, cut out. Exactly. Or, like, like something and else. And you just were left there being, like, oh, my God, like, what happened Literally, to like, anything. They could have done anything in that moment, to, like, that was unexpected. And I feel like it would have been more effective than doing the obvious, like, here. I mean, because I'm, I feel like, I mean, we are, like, very specific kind of horror fans. We're, like, we're very knowledgeable. We know a lot. We see pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. But maybe, like, a more, like, casual viewer, maybe someone who's, like, more, like, genuinely afraid of all horror movies would find that to be, like really really scary because like I know a lot of people who think like everything's scary and so like that would like make them shit themselves and if they didn't have that they would maybe be like well that's kind of a letdown I didn't get to see the demon but for me I just like I don't feel like I need you to tell me there are certain movies where it's like if it's a creature feature for the most part I'm like I want to see the creature at one at least one point like I know a movie that we'll probably end up talking on here eventually about the hollow an Irish horror film that I really like um, when the first time I watched that, I was like, oh, are they, they going to show us the creatures ever? Like, I hope they do. And they do. And I was very satisfied. Um, but yeah, something like this, like, yeah, for the most part with the ghost movie, like, I don't want to see it. Something like Insidious I give leeway to because of the fact that, like, it, it's not really just a ghost movie. And, like, the story they're telling, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, sh- please show me these fucking, like, mm-hmm. nightmare fuel motherfuckers. Right. Please. Well, because the um, whole thing in Insidious is, like, them talking about how, like, terrifying they look and, like, how like, exactly they, they I talk mean, about their appearance a lot so like i need to see it whereas this was like no one knows what it looks like except that it's like a boy who hung himself so i can i can already have that visual in my head like i already know well when I they would... show anything of like you know in the polaroid mm-hmm. or like in yes. the attic with the feet like shit like that where it's like a distant image of like that was a body hanging or whatever oh that shit yeah Great, mm-hmm. great, 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 love it. Like, I, to a degree, it's with those, like, you have to, like, get close enough without doing it. Like, I don't want it to just be like, and there's pots and pans slamming together. Aren't you spooked? Like, mm-hmm. we can do that at the beginning, but, like, you have to escalate it to some degree. But, yeah, it's, like, because of the fact, for the most part, like, you know that that's going to be, like, heavily CGI'd or whatever, and, like, fully just, like, that fucking car email chain shit yeah. of something popping up big on your screen. Like, we've all seen it. It is, it is to a degree, a cheap scare. So, yeah, I could have done without it. But once again... The, all the shit that we are quote unquote complaining about like it is shit where it's like but we didn't give a fuck at the end of the day like we had a great time like oh it was scary it was well made it was it's exactly well the horror movie you need in quarantine yeah like, it's I recommend exactly to what you need go watch it so yeah I guess that's all we really have to say so yeah as Alex is saying go watch it get it on Shutter. fucking make friends with someone that's on Shutter and go I mean I, I don't know, ask for their password. I don't fucking know. Like, you can't be with them right now. Um, 
But yeah, just a fucking 30 day free trial, motherfuckers. Like, it's free and then cancel it. Like, and then, but you won't want to cancel it because you'll be like, oh my God, there's so much good content on here. Like, and it's so reasonably priced. Fuck yes. Um, but yeah, that was host. And thank you guys, I mean, in general for listening. Um, as always, please leave us um, a review in iTunes. That shit helps us so much. Y'all, at the end of the day, like, the least you could do. Even if you don't want to write some shit out, literally just be like, they told me to fucking leave them a review. Five stars. I'm not even shitting you. Like, that helps. Like, even if you listen to one episode, even if you listen to, like, ten minutes, make some shit up. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just leave us a goddamn review. We're desperate. Please. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's all we have to say for now. Right, Alex? Yeah. Just follow us on social media. And, yes, um, at the Girls Who Cried Be Horror on Instagram. We'll have a Twitter coming very soon. Yeah. It should be up by the time this airs, probably. But we so. don't know the fucking at yet, so don't ask us yeah, about it'll it. It'll probably be, I mean, if you look gr- up Girls Who Cried Be Horror, it's probably going to be the only option for you because no one else is called that. So yeah. check us out, follow us, and hopefully come back and listen to one of our main episodes. Yeah, listen, we're, we're building a catalog, guys. Come yeah. on, come back. And as always... Keep it creepy. Bye, guys. Bye.